first one, they were just they were like, what the fuck is this? What's going on? And they were just, like, shitting on it the whole time. <laughs> so that, like, sours the, the watching enjoyment uh, of it. they were yes. doing that? Weird. Oh, That's, like, it's literally just a gross-out show. Uh-huh. I love it. Yeah, for, they're like... like <laughs> they're just like, well, th- these are not... These are not my style of horror movies. I just, I just don't get it. You know? So of course, when you're watching it with people who are shitting on it the whole time, you're, you find it hard to like actually get invested properly. Yeah, I mean, it. don't get me wrong. I, was gonna, I shit on I sh- Reanimator too, but it's with love. Yeah, <laughs> I should, I should have watched it again by myself and given it the proper. It's good. Yeah. Well, from what I saw, it was extremely entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, and I saw the whole thing. I sat and watched it from beginning to end, but it was I mean, like... A man crushes a man's head and throws it away like a condom sock yeah. against the wall. <laughs> There's like a reanimated cat that they have to find the cat. That scene, well, I'll get into it. After an odd new medical student arrives on campus, a dedicated local and his girlfriend become involved in bizarre experiments centering around the reanimation of dead tissue. What? Hi. Hi. I forget what I say. It, welcome to That's the Thing. It's a horror movie podcast. That's the, I was going to do the thing, the whole spiel, but like... We don't do it every we're, week. We're and that, rusty that's now. like yeah, I'm like I'm like I'm shaking out the cobwebs and we got jobs and houses. So final thoughts now or Yeah, well yeah, is that what that is that what, what the next thing? No. Fuck no. Anyway, sorry for the long extended break. Um but hey, we're back. What up? Uh jobs, we are doing reanimator too. Yeah, jobs, houses. I moved. I did a lot of things. Stuff happened. Cole got a new job. I I have been going to I've been you <laughs> do you still work at the movie theater? Yeah, I do. Just okay. not as much. Okay, I have been going there every weekend <laughs> and watching movies. Yeah. Because, yeah, because... There's so much out. I know. Yeah. Uh, I saw Godzilla in a 40X theater. I saw awesome. Godzilla in 3D on yeah. accident because I wanted we wanted to go to the ones with the loungers, and I was like, cool, one at 830, let's do it. Oh, they all have loungers. Yeah, no, that's what I mean, but yeah. I didn't mean to go to the 3D one. Uh-oh. I, oh, I was just like, I was just blindly picking a time for my friends to go, and we went, and there was, it, it was like, oh, here's your 3D glasses, and everybody stopped and looked at me for a minute, and I went, oh, Shit. damn. Sorry, guys. And then, and, but then they were like, no, this is probably a good one to see a 3D, and it was. Yeah. It was dope as fuck. I mean, the theater I was at, I mean, this I went against my company, but we were in Ankeny, me and the girlfriend around, and we were just looking, and you went to the 40X theater, it has a bowling alley and an arcade in the damn building at the same time. Oh, that brand new theater? Are you yeah. Ankeny? Yeah. Into that charger. I, um, but yeah, Godzilla, there were seats shaking around and shit. Fuck yeah. There was a guy in the front going, holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> About to fall off his chair. Nice. And it was fun. All right, but we're not Talk about talking about Godzilla. Godzilla. Hey. It's not a it's not a full episode until we go off on a really <laughs> random tangent and just keep going. We and did it like, earlier. Are you guys gonna stop now or <laughs> no? Okay, <laughs> so we are talking about Reanimator. Reanimator. My whole steez. It's my whole steez. I love it. It's so good. I love it. It's great. That's just what I'm saying right now. I'm pulling up Wikipedia on my phone because I don't want to have to turn around away from the mic <laughs> to read perfect, the synapses. Perfect amount of cheese. Ah, yes. This is the this is like this and Evil Dead are attributed as movies that kind of launched 
the, that style of cinema in the 80s. Like, uh, a lot of people... I mean, it's all subjective, too, because, like, whatever movie you saw first might be the one you attributed to, so it's, like... But evil... Like, people narrow it down. It's usually, like, Evil Dead Reanimator were the ones that, like, the video nasties, the mm. ones that were, like, these are so over-the-top and violent, and it's, like, yeah, but it's fake and bullshitty. It's, like, <laughs> nobody watching Reanimator gets scared. Like, it's not... I don't... I, you, I, I love that whole thing with the... Britain marketing or marking these as like oh they're video nasties they're they're the worst of the worst movies ever they're just bloody and there's there's sex and all this shit and I'm like that sounds dope that <laughs> sounds great and then you watch them and you're like these are funny like yeah. Evil Dead is funny this like is there's not, bad is... effects or but they're like great for the time but like they're dated now and I'm sure even then there's like that hand looked so fake <laughs> like <laughs> when you look at it now. It's just like, oh, it has blood, boobs, and just absolute slapstick comedy. When, oh, I love it. When when West uses the the circular saw, yeah, I don't know if you guys, dude. I don't know if you guys watched yeah. closely. That circular saw does not spin. <laughs> it is not on like at all in the whole movie. Every time I they use notice. it, they just use it's sound design. Exactly. You don't yeah. notice because the sound starts wearing up and those things spin so fast. Good enough for me. Yeah, exactly. You and like we watched it on Blu-ray in on the big 4K TV and I was like that is not spinning. It is not it's not spinning at all. It's just the sound. <laughs> yeah, this is not the type of movie you watch for a good plot. No, not at all. This ain't an exorcist. Or a Halloween. Yeah, exactly. Or it's... an alien. Or the thing. Or even the shining. No, it's uh, uh, it's its own thing, really. It's... I love it. It's a video nasty. Like, that's the, that's the category I put this and, like, the Evil Dead in. It's, mm. like, movies that at the time were considered raunchy and out there. Like, these, these are the videotapes you stole because you didn't want to buy them <laughs> and, like a, or, or or they're the videotapes you stole from the rental kiosk because you rented them so much you were like i might as well just keep it like <laughs> it's like a more fucked up video drone like and yeah. i didn't even think that was possible <laughs> yeah i think video drone video drone is fucked in a very different way cronenberg does do he does like he does creature effects and weird shit in a way that is wonderful and like but yeah and then and then reanimator is definitely leans more into violent sex and crazy shit and by the way a little treat for anybody who didn't know this that's a fan of reanimator because i didn't know this until oh like right before we decided we were going to start we are right before we i decided we should do reanimator as an episode there is a director's cut or it's like it's not even called a director's cut because not even the director was so precious about <laughs> about, the th about the story points that got cut. But there's a full 18 minutes of Reanimator that is not in the traditional Reanimator cut that people don't. It has an entire other subplot where that ev that doctor that the the main bad guy yeah. the head that gives head uh, <laughs> or attempts to give head yeah uh, is Seen that awesome. doctor is is like hypnotizing people. Like the dean and yeah. the dean's daughter, which explains why the dean is like such a dick to like it fills in a lot of stuff where you're like, 
D- damn, like, like, okay, like, I, I, I didn't realize how quickly that heel turn was until now I understand why that heel turn happened. Yeah. You know, like, stuff like that. It did seem kind of abrupt. Like, they, they laid the groundwork for it, I suppose, but as someone who had never seen this movie before and was going in fresh, I was like, okay, so who is the bad guy here? Like, exactly, and I don't, I don't think that, like, I think it's set up in such a way where it's like, there really isn't a bad guy. I don't know if you're rooting for anybody in the movie. What? Spray it. <laughs> my body spray? Why do you need my body spray? Because <laughs> okay. she misses you. Alright, whatever. Um, she misses you. <laughs> I'm five feet away! <laughs> I mean, I think the first version I saw was the director. Really? Yeah. Did you see the scene where uh, West like, injects himself with the reagent because he tells... Because he's like, he's, he needs to stay awake. Yeah, so okay, you have seen it. Fuck. Yeah, I've seen that and uh, basically he's telling, you know, the his, his doctor friend, um, the, the dad, basically like, you know, he's going to be married to your young daughter. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's like, you're making it sound really... Creepy. <laughs> Everything that dude says makes it sound yeah. super creepy. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Like, I hate him more. So that's our initial thoughts, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I forget. I still, I do totally forget how this works. Eh, we'll figure it out. Okay. Oh, wow. This is one of the long ones. Oh, God. It's so long. Is it like cargo long or it explains it when a person... No, but it does break. look like it goes beat by beat, which I actually kind of like because then... It has been a while since I've seen it, so it would be a nice... It's been a while since I've seen it, but I've seen it so many times. Yeah. It's Celeste's like, favorite movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, At University of Zurich Institute of Medicine in Switzerland, Dr. Er, Herbert West brings his dead professor, Dr. Hans Gruber, back to life. Die hard? Yeah, I know. I, it, it trips me up every time they talk about Gruber in this. There are horrific side effects, however. As West explains, the dosage was too large. When accused of killing Gruber, West counters, I gave him life. Perfect line. I love, I love Oh, dude. I gave him life. I just want to say Jeffrey Combs is overacting in such a way that is amazing. Like, he... He's overacting, but it doesn't feel like enough for this movie. Almost where he's just the mo- he's one of the more believable characters in that you're like watching this and going, yeah, no, that guy might have killed that cat. Like he might have killed it just for the sake of kill. Like, but he, he you never expressly me, see him do it, so you don't know. Watching these two movies, it's almost like he's like, like a Jim Carrey of horror movies. He's like, amazing. <laughs> like, he's like. Just- He's overacting, but in a way where it works. Like, yeah. it's just, it, he's, and, and it's very different roles in From Beyond and... Yeah, and very different roles. So different. He yeah. almost switches roles with Barbara Crampton in those two yeah. movies, which is why I love them so much. Like, I'm all about that A-side, B-side of horror movies, mm-hmm. so it's like when you get director, like, you get you get your Big Trouble in Little China, and you're the thing. You get mm-hmm. polar opposite movies, but done with the same people, or mm-hmm. you get They Live and... Actually, they live and the thing are more akin to each other. They're both alien invasions, and they're yeah. both, like little China and Escape from New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You got your serious action movie, and you've got your fucking balls to the wall, weird as shit action movie, like <laughs> people shooting fucking lightnings out, out of their fucking goddamn hands, and then projecting fighters onto the wall in green and purple fucking neon. Like, oh, it's so great. 
Uh, okay, so West arrives at Miskatonic University in New England in order to further his studies as a medical student. He rents a room from fellow medical student Dan Kane and converts the building's basement into his own personal laboratory. West demonstrates his reanimating reagent to Dan by reanimating Dan's dead cat, Rufus. Dan's fiancée, Megan Halsey, daughter of the medical school's dean, walks in on this experiment and is horrified, as he should be. Yeah. Do you guys think he killed the cat, or did he really find the cat dead? I think he killed I think he had to have killed the cat. All I know he is... He seems like a, such a fucking loose cannon in this movie. And, I, and like, <laughs> I, I, love, I love the story point in the deleted or like in one of the deleted scenes where he is injecting himself with reagent because it keeps him awake he doesn't have to sleep yeah so uh, like that you like okay yeah no he's definitely insane like he's <laughs> he hasn't slept very, he's literally just so insane. focused on this thing mm-hmm. it's it's really cool but i do think he killed the cat all i know mm-hmm. is uh that cat dead details later is like one of my favorite lines in any movie <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> what was i supposed to do dan leave a note Cat dead. Details later. <laughs> oh God, it's so good. Uh, Dan tries to tell the dean about West's success in reanimating the dead cat, but the dean does not believe him. See, now this is the part where there's something missing in that initial cut because that the dean loves this guy, and then in the very next scene, the minute he talks about he raised a cat from the dead, he's like, "Fuck you, yeah, you fuck bastard!" You. Like he gets all fucking up at it, up in his face. Uh. But the dean does not believe him. When Dan insists, the dean infers that Dan and West have gone mad. Barred from the school, West and Dan sneak into the morgue to test the reagent on a human subject in an attempt to prove that the reagent works. And, and it works out so great. Oh, it's so good. It's just one of the works out perfect. One of the things you know? I love about all of the Reanimator movies <laughs> is that Herbert West is so so driven by his need to do this that he will insert the reagent at the absolute shittiest, dumbest goddamn time. Like, the minute a person dies, he's like, it's a fresh body. Like, I I literally, I'm not going to kill people to do, like, that's the one thing I think I, where he's like, he, I don't think he's ever, he's like caused people to die, but in all of these movies, the people die because of his actions, but nothing he ever, he doesn't actually kill anybody except for uh, the professor, I think. He's not going to kill them, but he's not going to stop them from dying. Yeah, he doesn't, he actively, like, gets out of the way in some of the sequels and lets people die and then just injects them real quick. He's like, yeah, fuck it. (laughs) I wish there there was a Herbert West versus Ash Williams type story. There is in a comic book. They're so similar. It's, uh, yes, there's a comic book called Army of Darkness versus Reanimator. It is very good. I love the, uh, Dynamite, uh, comics, uh, Army of Darkness universe, because that's just, like, a separate thing where they take off right from the end of Army of Darkness and just keep on going with it, and, like, the, the story, I have so many of the collected editions, it's, like, the story goes balls wild, it's my favorite. Do they have a lot of collected editions available? Oh yeah, there's tons. Like if you go to if, like go to go to a comic book sh- go to any fucking comic book shop and be like, I am looking to get into Army of Darkness comics. They're like, okay, hang on. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, where you should start is there's one that like it takes place directly after uh, Army of Darkness, and then you take off from there. And in our uh, in a thing that doesn't ex- exist right now, but will at some point, uh, me and Mason talk about about some about a thing <laughs> and, it, and, and it's cool uh but <laughs> oh, oh i know what you're talking about yeah it, it is pretty cool yeah Matt, matt's pretty heard cool. it i um, heard it but oh, where was on it? the on the whole 
Herbert West and Ash Williams thing is they're two very similar characters in the yeah, aspect of is... they're both characters who don't want to be the hero essentially but yeah. end up being the hero at the end of it like i wouldn't say herbert west yeah. really wants to be he didn't want to go guy. save dan he was he really does, going for he his he doesn't want to say yeah you know but he ends up having to because yeah. of circumstances right it's <laughs> well i get the vibe that like uh i think it's just the way that both bruce campbell and uh jeffrey combs act like mm-hmm. they're they must they must come from it's very theatrical it's not so much film stuff it's very it's bravado and it's and it's bold choices and it, it's it makes sense yeah because i feel like you could interchange either of them in both of those movies yeah. and it would be the same movie i feel like jeffrey combs could definitely play ash williams like if mm-hmm. if the if like in an alternate universe where jeffrey combs is friends with sam raimi i yeah. he's the he's the front man of that i can totally see that yeah i could see that I, bruce is a little too handsome to me to be uh, <laughs> to be herbert west but like jeff like uh, jeffrey combs is not an ugly man he just looks twerpy and dweeby you know what i mean like in this like he looked like us in high school <laughs> okay yeah fair <laughs> i mean i've compared those actors a couple times mainly just because they they are both behind those cult films, mm-hmm. each with a respectable amount of love. They're just personalities are so different. Where Bruce just hams it up and relishes in the spotlight, and so does Jeff, but in a completely different way, he, almost. He, you know, he kind of like pops up in the background, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> okay, where was it? West sneak. Oh, yeah, where reagent works. Uh, yeah, reagent on a human subject and attempt to prove that the reagent works, and thereby salvage their medical careers. The corpse they inject comes back to life, but is a frenetic. Frantic? It should say frantic, but I'm looking at it, and it says frenetic. That's weird. And violent zombie-like. Oh, it is, but in a frenetic and violent zombie-like state. There we go. Dr. Halsey <laughs> stumbles upon the scene, and despite attempts by both West and Dan to save him, he gets killed by the reanimated corpse, which West then kills with a bone saw that doesn't isn't on. <laughs> it isn't on. Go look. Watch it again. It's not on. It's amazing. <laughs> Unfazed by the violence and excited at the prospect of working with a freshly dead specimen, West... See, that's what I'm talking about. The minute somebody dies, he does not see it as oh fuck we gotta go he sees it as we have one fucking shot right now because again uh, the line the, he says the line he says we're not gonna get a f- specimen this fresh unless we kill one ourselves yeah which is like it's fucking heavy because it's like <laughs> he does have a line that he's drawn and it's like we aren't gonna kill it and then he gets but it's a very 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 thin line exactly <laughs> because then he immediately kills the guy yeah. that's trying to steal but it's like it's Paper. he's so obsessed with purpose that i love this character where he's like this is all i care about yeah this is all i'm doing and fuck like, you if you get in my way if you try and steal it from me yeah. i will decapitate you with a shovel <laughs> like whoa brutally yeah and Brutal. then bring your stupid fucking head back to life <laughs> Uh, prospect of working with West injects Dr. Halsey's body with his reanimating agent. Dr. Halsey returns to life, also in a psychotic zombie-like state. Megan chances upon the scene and is nearly hysterical. Meanwhile, Dan collapses in shock. Dr. Halsey's Dr. Halsey's colleague, Dr. Carl Hill, 
a pervert, I mean professor, and researcher at the hospital takes charge of Dr. Halsey, whom he puts in a padded observation cell adjacent to his office. Yeah, you're a cool dude. You have a fucking padded... You have a padded observation cell next to his office. That was there. Yeah. That has been there. Like, the... Like, it wasn't built specifically for him. It's there. Like, (laughs) what are you doing? Stuart Gordon has some really weird, creepy hidden sex kinks. Oh, for sure. Movies. Between this and From Beyond? I mean, yeah. my God. I mean, ugh. I mean, I, I don't know if you heard, but the guy who uh, played Dr. Hill like way back in the day, like his wife saw this movie and divorced him. Yeah, they're divo- they got divorced. Well, the, jo- the, the, the it's not confirmed that's why they got divorced, but that's been the joke apparently with Stuart Gordon and that between that guy and Stuart Gordon was that I'm pretty sure it was because of the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> if a movie can make it, I mean, it's uh, that would be hard to watch your fiance do, I get, or your wife or husband do. It's I like, get it. Yeah, I'm gonna be a disembodied head, and I'm going to creepily perv on this girl the whole movie. <laughs> oh, cool. And then I'm gonna be, yeah. Well, and then and then he did a movie called The Giver with uh, Brian Usna, who is a producer on this and uh, reanimator. Yes, he is. And Mark Hamill's in that. And in fact, I, it was a missing link that I could have done a couple weeks back. Yes, you could have. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, the Giver, we watched that, and my favorite part of that movie is uh, they get <laughs> they get to the point where Jeffrey Combs shows up and does a cameo, and Dr. Hill from this movie is the main bad guy in The Giver and is a creepy pervert, and, <laughs> and calls, and, and shit you not, says, this is Dr. East. <laughs> Jeffrey Combs' name is Dr. East in that movie, and he is basically playing the same motherfucker he played in this movie, but that turns into a giant monster. By the way, The Giver. Watch this movie. It is like if... Imagine David Cronenberg did The Power Rangers. That's The Giver. That is that is the only thing you need to know about it. Watch it. <laughs> Please, just do it. Just spend $4 on Get it. In. That's enough for me. Watch it. It's amazing. It's so fucking out there. Mark Hamill turns into a weird bug creature out like at the end of it. It's amazing. So that, that's your suggestion already? Yeah, I'm cutting in with that. That's my suggestion. And Mine then one's not coming to I have another one that I can do. Actually, I'll, I'll say that one for From Beyond. But yeah, it's a, it's... It's a lot of, I love that there's, I tapped into this vein of the, this producer of Brian Usna, Stuart Gordon, Jeff Combs, Barbara Crampton, like, milieu, where they, they've done, uh, Stuart Gordon's done uh, three films where Barbara Crampton and Jeff Combs are the leads, and they're, they're from beyond reanimator, oh, excuse me, I ate a black bean burger right before we did this uh and he's not and, wanted i witnessed it he watched me do it and uh castle freak is the other one um and all of them are based off hp lovecraft so it's really cool they were trying to catch that lightning in the bottle as much as they possibly could. and it was in you know what man from beyond is like from for a movie i hadn't heard of ever fucked. it's fucked but it's good i like mm-hmm. it a lot yep. <laughs> uh dr hill goes okay uh dr halsey is okay uh, puts a pad on observation cell. Yeah, that's where I got off. He carries out a surgical not to the not like got off, got off. I meant like when I was reading it, I got <laughs> off on that part. Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> he carries out a surgical operation on him, lobotomizing him. During the course of this operation, he discovers that Doctor Halsey is not sick but dead and reanimated. 
Dr. Hill goes to West's basement and attempts to blackmail him into surrendering his reagent and notes, hoping to take credit for West's discovery. West offers to demonstrate the reagent and puts a few drops of it onto a microscope slide with dead cat tissue. As Dr. Hill pills, peers through the microscope at this slide, West clobbers him from behind with a shovel and then decapitates him, snarling, PLAGIARIST! <laughs> I love... Dude, I love that, man. Like, I just... I, that relationship through the whole movie is so fun. Like, the part where he's breaking pencils while the guy's giving a lecture. Yeah. It's Mr. Like, West! I just... I don't... He just deliberately yeah, does one. Yeah, like, the, the thing that I think is so funny is it's just like... That's not a thing a normal human being no. does to interrupt somebody. That is a calculated move of like, this will annoy him. But why would it annoy him? I just broke my own pencil for fun. He really doesn't do anything a normal human being would do. I know, do it's great. <laughs> it's amazing. His sense of humor is clearly intact. Oh, God. When the, the cat scene is like up there for favorite scenes in this yeah. movie because it's all done with camera work and sound design. Mm -hmm. That cat is not in the room when they're chasing it through the thing. It's the actors reacting to stuff that they have rigged to fall over and do shit. And I buy it. Like, <laughs> I still look for the blur of the cat every time I watch that scene, but it's not there. You're not gonna find it's it. never there. You're never going <laughs> to find it. It's so good. Oh, uh, Starling plagiarist as he drives the blade of the shovel through Dr. Hill's neck. West then reanimates Dr. Hill's head and body separately. While West is questioning Dr. Hill's head and taking notes, Dr. Hill's body sneaks up behind him and knocks him unconscious. The body carries the head back to Dr. Hill's office with, West, with West's reagent and notes. One of the things I liked about it is like you want to complain and you'd be like, well, how can that body come to life if the head is separated from it? But the whole like crux of his sh shitty like feud with Dr. Hill is that where consciousness is um, stored, and it's like the like they, they like the theory is that it's stored in this one part, and he even says that. But then like, like you see that it's proven wrong because the head and body and all the parts can reanimate like by themselves. So the consciousness is it like circulates through the body according it's like to the thing. yeah yeah exactly. It's like the thing where it, it posits this as the the actual way that life works which is like great because it's like no it isn't but <laughs> I, mean, I may be getting way ahead of myself it's how here, it's but... how they shut people up like yeah. uh, like that, that, how that. does that work and it's like we had the conversation <laughs> earlier about where consciousness was at so fuck you i mean i'm getting way ahead of myself with the sequel i did watch i did watch it good um bride of reanimator is yeah, great that movie bride of the reanimator is like it's it's wonderful because it's more of the same it's reanimator on crack yeah the third one is pretty much garbage but it's, i blame i blame mostly the uh lead actor in the third one because they didn't get uh the guy who played dan to come back for the third one or just didn't have him come I think back he retired at that yeah i think that was i he, think that I mean, might have was, been the deal he was married to linda hamilton for who played sarah connor no shit summer. and i know like not to bring up anyone's dirty laundry as it should, but um, I know they're, 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 let's just say their marriage was relatively tumultuous. Oh, uh, okay. And I think he just got kind of burned out. Fair enough. Which I but understand. It, the movie, that movie suffers without him in it. I'm just going to say, like, I'm sorry. He's like, I, I love his dynamic with, uh, with Jeff Combs. It would have been great to see him come back for a third movie. But that one takes place in a prison, and it's like, the, the conceit is good. You know, some of the stuff is good in it, but it's mostly that main lead actor. I'm like, I cannot take him seriously. I hate him so much. He's so bad. Like, 
it's so stilted and shitty. Like <laughs> it's it has all the appeal of like um of like uh like a sci fi you know, made-for-TV movie. It's, like, that bad. <laughs> I mean, but the set scene from Bride of Reanimator, there's a I, part I watched over and over again was the, where he puts this arm and this leg together. Yeah. And it reminds me of, like, Sid from fucking Toy Story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's really weird. I love the part where he goes, parts. I've never done parts. parts. <laughs> <laughs> like, they act like oh, my God. Yeah, it's, and then, like, he attaches yeah. them together, and they just kind of, like, they work together. It's so weird. The little the little finger and eyeball creature in the second one is is great. <laughs> I just like the fact the head flies with fucking bats. Yeah, that's fucking dope as shit too. Yeah, you what? should check out the second one, Matt. <laughs> I don't want to give too much away, but you should probably check that one out. Uh, uh, knocks him unconscious. The body carries the head back to Doctor Hill's office with West's reagent and notes. In his reanimated state, Dr. Hill acquires the ability to control other reanimated corpses telepathically. Now, here's the thing. In the uncut version, it is noted that he hypnotizes people using his eyes and his voice. So, in that, it's just something he could do before, which is makes... It, no, it's just like, <laughs> he's so apparently about the brain that he found a way to hypnotize people that's weird. Like, it is very weird. It's out there. It makes... It, it takes this movie... Like, I thought this movie was already at 11, and it done switches it to 12. Like, with, with how weird it is. It's... It, like, the... the Actually, you know what? The director... Like, whatever the director's... I'm just gonna call it the director's cut, because I can't remember what it's actually called. Yeah. But uh, that one is more similar, I think, to From Beyond, because there is just that element of, wait, what? Yeah. Like, okay, wait, huh? Why is she getting naked and getting on top oh because that's the 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 love set okay all right what i guess and then this one's like wait okay hang on he can hypnotize people just by staring at him and talking real slow all right okay yeah like, you almost have that same reaction though like when he he can control the reanimated corpses with his mind like you're like okay well but how but why and how yeah it, but that? this it's weird because yeah. it's like this one gives you an explanation yeah, and it like it, still it weirdly confusing. doesn't help yeah it doesn't help <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Gage. I just wanted to break in here real quick for our first ad. Um, now this isn't a paid ad. This is an ad for the love of the genre. It is for the book Slasher Crasher by David Nora. It's Halloween. Nick Roche, a towering figure of evil and stupidity, escapes from the upstate New York mental hospital he's been committed to for the past five years. Planning to return to his childhood home where he brutally murdered his babysitter's boyfriend, his plans are halted when he crosses paths with an even more terrifying beast. Two high school friends with some serious beef. Caught in a battle of loyalty that has been brewing for 10 years of their friendship, the two girls, Kathleen Strife and Betsy Coleman, force the feud into a savage showdown pitting the escaped monster against each other. Who will survive this epic death match? And is it totally wrong to fall in love with the murderous lunatic who just tried to kill your ex-best friend with a machete? It will be available on Amazon on August 22nd, but it is available for pre-order now. If you go to the link www blackrosewriting.com slash horror slash slasher crasher you can get a discount by entering the promo code pre-order 2019 and if uh customers send a screenshot of a purchase confirmation to david on instagram david nora jr uh all lowercase all one word then they will receive a thank you postcard raffle entrance prizes to be announced soon 
and a choice of digital art or photo from his horror shoot. Uh, that link again is blackrosewriting.com slash horror slash slasher crasher discount code pre-order 2019 all one word that title again is slasher crasher best friends till death tonight tanish uh yeah yeah reanimated corpses telepathic after conducting brain surgery on them Uh, And then uh, directs Dr. Halsey to snatch Megan away from Dan while being carried to the morgue by her reanimated father, Megan Faints. When she arrives, Dr. Hill strips her naked and straps her unconscious body to a table. Here we fucking go, boys. Here we go, go, boys. (laughs) She regains consciousness as Hill begins to sexually abuse her. Okay, now now that's that's a boner killer. That's, well, I mean, clearly. I mean, technically, yes. I mean, that whole scene is a boner killer. Like, I, I don't find that scene sexy. It's not like in From Beyond where, like, like, oh, she's putting on dominatrix stuff. Okay, this is okay. We found your thing. It's old ladies. My thing is Barbara Crampton. Crampton. Just Barbara Crampton. Just the whole. Just her. Booty. Yeah, the booty. Booty. But not when she's got a severed head. <laughs> yeah. It's, no. Doing greasy things. No, that's to her. yeah. That, <laughs> that scene is very uncomfortable. And if that was my husband, I would absolutely divorce him. Also. Uh, including touching her breasts and placing his bloody severed head between her legs that is like a weirdly iconic horror moment for for like this whole thing is like that's they it's it's really it's so balls to the wall like when it's i love these movies like the video nasties because they just went there they were like no, fuck it. The head's gonna give head. The head's gonna give head. <laughs> I, I don't know if you remember this when Bravo had this like huge countdown where no. they would actually like talk about scary movie moments. Reanimator was like roughly in the middle, a little higher up. Yeah, yeah. And um, they were talking about that scene and they had like actual horror icons, famous directors. Oh yeah. Random ass comedians that were not really any way related to horror films. I remember they talked to Rob Riggle. <laughs> comedians love I think comedians yeah. really love horror movies oh, because absolutely. horror movies really do toe the line between being comedies a lot oh, like yeah. the, there's lots slapstick in horror it's it I've probably said this before it's been a while but it's fucking french fries and ice cream it shouldn't work it does it's so good most comics are fucking dark <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they like they yeah. really dig like, the shit out yeah. of the really dark stuff so it's like and but I fucking I, I love that the, the 80s was just a time where everybody was just doing blow and deciding, let's fucking do a movie where a head eats out a girl. <laughs> Fuck it. And we'll base it off H.P. Lovecraft, so it's literature. But <laughs> 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 they had Rob Riggle. <laughs> Sorry. Again, not an episode of this unless I interrupt you halfway through with my bullshit. But it was either Rob Riggle or one other comedian whose name I never even know. Yeah. I, think was, I think it was Rob Riggle. I know he was on the thing. Basically, I remember he's like, I watched Reanimator when I was like 14, and just thinking, What the fuck? This is awesome! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a, it's a lot of that reaction. Oh, it should be the tagline for this one. What the fuck is this? This is awesome. What the fuck is this? This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta tell you guys, I've decided I'm starting. Celeste. Um, I have to do this for Guardians of the Galaxy, but Celeste, wait, when we talk about movies, sometimes she says something that makes me laugh really hard, and I wish there was it was on the poster for the movie, and uh, we were talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, and then I said something about Rocket Raccoon, and she said, and she just like looked at me and just kind of deadpan said, I did not care for the raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> I really want that to be on the Guardians of the Galaxy 
or volume just, two posters. Just I did not care for the <laughs> like right next to the Rolling Stones. Like ah, oh, it's great fun for the whole family, and then it's just I did not care for the <laughs> raccoons. Les Parker. Even if, if there was a follow up poster to it, just as Endgame, it just said, "Well, you got the fucking raccoon." Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Celeste sided. She Celeste was Team Thanos, and I was uh, really happy that uh, that yeah. But th- th- my my whole thing was that Thanos. I was absolutely against Thanos. I see. I saw his point until he killed done until he done killed Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And then, then I he was done like, fucked up. Then he done fucked up, and I was super glad that. Uh, wait, have it's... you seen it yet, Matt? No. Oh, God damn it. Right. Yeah, I'm not, never that. mind. I'm not, I'm not going to be the one to spoil it for you. <laughs> I already know pretty much what happens. All right, fair enough. Well, I know, like, the big thing that happens at the end. There's two. Well, I know one of the big things that happens at the end. <laughs> what, 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 what color is his outfit? I don't know. Her? I don't know about... Oh, the outfit? The and, person um, that, that this spoiler is about. Uh, I think a big moment involves a uh, guy who wears a suit that's uh, maroon and gold. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Then I don't want to spoil the other thing because the other thing is dope as shit. Other thing. Maybe. Oh, let's get. We are so close to being done. Present place of I knew that one was going to take us off the rails. There was no way we were getting through that one. What would ever make you think about that? Severed head cunnilingus. I mean, it's right up our alley. I'm yeah. just saying, I knew it would take us off the... That sounds like a cannibal corpse, though. Yeah. <laughs> Severed head, Conolingus. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're fine. He's not, he's you're not, not wrong. wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong, is the thing. <laughs> uh, West and Dan track Halsey to the morgue, where uh, morgue. West distracts Dr. Hill while Dan frees Megan. Dr. Hill reveals that he has reanimated and lobotomized several corpses from the morgue. All Another really cool scene was when all of those fucking corpses come yeah. to life, like just come out at the same. Oh, it's so good. My, I, as I said, like during a zombie that review way the fuck back. I yeah, yeah. love zombies. They're and that scene was so cool. Yeah, there's this is zombies without like being bitten by them and it's turning a into breed. them. Yeah, right, it's a different yeah. breed of zombies. It's a, it's, it's a zombie that it weirdly it it's I feel it's almost more terrifying to me concept wise. It's just the idea that somebody could just bring a body back to life and at then, their like, discretion at yeah. their discretion and like and having them be these violent you know people that can't and it's it's very interesting I, I like that direction for it and it's like cool too because like they don't bite you and you become one they or, just yeah. they just rip you apart or you know bite your tongue off and they're just like they're just or eat your pussy you never know. oh yeah or try and eat your pussy <laughs> <laughs> Like days later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but well, that that was they, they infected you in that yeah, one. Yeah, basically. But it was like a blood man. disease. There's like a. Well, it was just full of furious anger. The mm-hmm. fact that a man could gouge a person's eye. Yeah. Literally just. I always forget so. that that Doctor Who, the ninth Doctor, is in that movie as the. Yeah, bad guy. Uh, Christopher Eccleston. Christopher Christopher Eccleston. Eccleston. I know him as the Gone in sixty seconds. Oh shit! I haven't watched it. He plays a lot of villains, which is weird because I only know him from Doctor Who, and he's like he's just a very a happy, happy go lucky dude in that. It's good. Oh, he plays a lot of villains. Sons. Uh, Freeze Light Bottom. He was in Thor: The Dark World. Yes, he was as the Dark Elf, which that movie was not good. 
I was so glad when Thor... Okay, I know we're getting off on topic. I was so <laughs> glad when Thor Ragnarok came out, and I was like, okay, cool. Redemption. Finally, there's a good Thor movie, <laughs> yeah. because I love Thor as a character, and I Chris Hemsworth as Thor in those movies is, like, the only thing that makes up for those movies. Yeah. Um, Dark World, yeah, is a fucking dick kick. It's so much better than the fucking first Thor movie, I though, dude. First Thor. Bro, blonde eyebrows Hemsworth was so upsetting well, to look at. Well, that was the only portion that I did not care for. Yeah. That was it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I should have CGI'd him like Henry Cavill's mustache. Oh God, I I would actually I would I would pay money for somebody to go through and just give me a Blu-ray copy that of the first Thor movie where they have edited his eyebrows to look like normal human eyebrows and not weird blonde things that are taped to his face. Blonde caterpillars. Yeah, blonde caterpillars trying to kiss in the middle of his forehead. Just wait, George Lucas is peering around the corner. Somewhere. Oh, hell yeah. He's like, he's like, I can do that. I can do all sorts of things. I can make his face morph into a different face. I made duck tits once. <laughs> yeah, you guys remember that. Howard the Duck! Yep. Oh, fuck! Oh, my God, that's fucking great. I made duck tits once. <laughs> I want that to be on George Lucas's grave. It's like, yeah, I made Star Wars, but everybody forgets about the duck tits. Yeah, everybody forgets about the duck tits. They aren't even mammals. They shouldn't have tits. Play Duck magazine. Oh. <laughs> Play Duck. <laughs> how, how would they make a duck bang Lorraine McFly? I don't know, but they certainly tried. Oh, man. <laughs> See, but here's what I wanted to know, off on another tangent. If we're it's talking fine. About, we're, we're we talking, got like an hour. Talk about Howard the thing. Duck now. So... The female ducks in that universe have human-like titties. Yes. So does that mean Howard has a human-like penis, or does he have, like, one of those weird duck penises that's like the spiral? Have you ever seen a duck wiener yeah. before? I don't, I don't remember if he's ever naked in that. Well, he almost bangs... Mc, yeah, does he, does he, I, I guess what I should say, is he wearing pants in the movie? Because I know the, that, like, traditionally... Ducks in cartoons do not wear pants. They wear like. I think he does wear pants. Okay, so then yes, he absolutely has a human dick. Can we review that movie just because it's horrific? (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, I am not so set in stone that I will not talk about Howard the Duck because yeah, absolutely, it's horrific. I could also make an argument that like movies I don't like are horror movies. Like, you know what I mean, like. Honestly, Showgirls. Honestly, I don't know if I could yeah. sit through Howard the Duck again. No, I don't think anybody, <laughs> I don't think anybody should sit through that movie more than once for yeah. their own health. Maybe read his, we'll read the synapses sometime. Yeah. That'll be a bonus episode. <laughs> we'll do a bonus episode. If I ever start a Patreon, that'll that be the first be the thing fourth, that goes up on Patreon. That should be the 420 episode. Should no, yeah. Oh, I actually <laughs> would do that. That would be fun. I would release something on 420 that's just the Howard the Duck episode. It should just be the, That should be our first commentary track. Oh, oh yeah, four twenty. Howard the Duck to, to make commentary. <laughs> oh, yeah. We still gotta do season of the witch. Yeah, we do. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll do that near Halloween. Yeah, near anyway. Halloween time. Uh, Dan Freeze Megan. Doctor Hill reveals that he's rendering them susceptible to mind control as Halsey is. However, Megan's voice reawakens a protectiveness in her father, who then fights off the other corpses long enough for Dan and Megan to escape. In the ensuing chaos, Wes injects Dr. Hill's body with a lethal overdose of the reagent. Dr. Hill's body mutates rapidly and attacks West, who screams out to Dan to save his work before being pulled away by Dr. Hill's mutated entrails. Dan retrieves the satchel containing West's reagent and notes. As Dan and Megan flee the morgue, one of the reanimated corpse attacks and strangles Megan. 
Dan takes her to the hospital emergency room and tries to revive her, but she is quite dead. <laughs> In despair, he injects her with, res with West's reagent. As the scene fades to black, Megan, apparently revived, can be heard screaming. That's this is a downer of an ending, man. Yeah. Like, I'm down for that, though. So many fucking movies end with happy endings. Yeah, like especially it. horror movies. And yeah. I feel like this one tonally... I really like the... I, I like the fact that you have two people who are obsessed with... Like, with defeating death. You have a doctor who obsessively, in the beginning of this movie attempts to revive a woman who is dead and mm -hmm. should know when to give up on somebody and like so he's fighting with that so he's the perfect foil for herbert west because he's on the opposite end of the spectrum where it is an obsession uh -huh. dan's thing is a hang-up herbert west's <laughs> thing is an obsession and in a way it kind of passes on the obsession to dan because like once he sees that it works he goes this death we don't... Nobody die, Nobody has to die. Yeah, nobody has nobody to has die. Nobody has to die. It's good. But they're gonna be fucking weird when exactly. they come back. Weird as hell. I just like the fact at the very end that Dan basically, you know, in a moment of desperation, is willing to basically give the serum a chance. Just basically, he's like, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. He, he becomes just as mad as, as Herbert does. Exactly. Like, That's what I like about it at the end. Like, like she dies, but it's not... It's not necessarily the obsession it's his it's his ties emotionally to his patients that drive him whereas herbert is obsessed with the fame of being the person who defeated death like that's his whole steez like <laughs> that's what he's on about does racist lovecraft basically tell uh herbert's like origin story because i want to figure out how he actually became why he the way he is i don't know i have I have collected H I have a collected edition of HP Lovecraft's work. I'm sure work. those are rough reads. <laughs> um they aren't terrible like like the racist stuff is like it's oh not <laughs> it's it, it it colors your it colors some of the things he writes about but it's not it's not like overt. Like there are certain things that he says that like like black people don't come out looking very smart in his things but that i don't know how many black people he actually even puts in these <laughs> you know th I, I only know a ignorance little bit about is bliss of, exactly <laughs> ignorance is bliss it's that's nice like, to know that one of your like uh, an author you enjoy isn't racist but sometimes <laughs> that's not the way the world works and no. it sucks but uh, that's um, like birth of a nation Basically, just ignorant. Right, yeah. It's, so it's like, I don't agree with the man. I think that the Cthulhu mythos is cool, but that's all the opinion. I, I haven't really read that many of his works because not be, because I knew he was racist when I started reading, when I like started reading the stuff, and it's like, oh, well, that sucks. And, <laughs> but then, but also because it's, his writing style isn't my cup of tea just because it's an older kind of deal mm -hmm. where it's like it's kind of harder to get into but there's some there's some good shit in there like i i haven't read herbert west reanimator but i guarantee you this movie took a lot of liberties like <laughs> there's no way there's no way a head fucking live, eats eats pussy in the, in the hp lovecraft joint i don't I, I i find that very hard to believe spike lee would do it <laughs> spike lee would <laughs> that's spike lee though all right uh, what do we do after the well, I mean, guess the budget. Guess, guess the, the budget. budget. That's right. Let me open this that, up again. Final thoughts, suggestions. Uh, we, it, it, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Something. All right, buddies. Okay. Go ahead. What What was the budget of this movie? I, Aim 
higher than you think. Really? Yeah, because I was looking at it and I'm like, oh, okay. I was pleasantly surprised by that number. But, still, lower I, end. This isn't fucking Michael Bay shit. Okay, I, obviously. Because obviously when you look at it, I would clearly see the budget is low. Now... But those effects are good. There's a lot of good gags in this. Yeah. Keep that in mind. And those aren't... Those were not cheap in the day. No. So... I would probably say close to seven million. Okay. I'm gonna say said aim higher than I would have gone. So I'm going to say four and a half million. Uh you're both wrong. Nine hundred thousand. Holy okay. shit! Yeah, I still think that's pretty cheap, though. Yeah, it's it is cheap, but like okay. I I was expecting. Like, See, I was gonna say one million. Yeah, I was like, I was, like, I, I, was a little higher. I was like, I yeah. was expecting, I was expecting maybe like eight hundred thousand, and then, but I'm I, my concept of money isn't very good. I'm yeah, mine isn't worse. either. Like I, uh, so I was thinking, okay, it's probably much more expensive than Halloween, but I was like. Yeah, way more expensive than Halloween, but you know it's probably four million dollars in today money. So I, I mean would... I don't know. I this is I don't believe this is adjusted for inflation <laughs> or adjusted for inflation. Uh, it made two million in the box office because of course it did. Yeah, because all of these movies did shit in the box office. <laughs> Fucking weird people. Still a success. It is. Still yeah, it doubled. It doubled more the, than doubled. It doubled yeah. the money, and then they were like, "Well, it's enough," and then it became a. You know, it's one Cult of it's, it's yeah, it's like I said, man, it's one of the ones you fucking steal for <laughs> steal from the rental store because your mom won't let you buy it. <laughs> has a faded Mr. Movies sticker on the yeah, side. Exactly. Mr. Movies. You don't even have you don't even have the fucking uh, case. the case. You just have the fucking tape. Yeah. There's a copy of Evil Dead Two up there that wasn't stolen from a video store, but I like that it doesn't have a case because it looks like it could have been stolen from a video store. <laughs> Um, okay, so yes, this stemmed two sequels. I would suggest watching Bride of Reanimator. Beyond Reanimator, watch it for Jeffrey Combs, but... He's cool. Everything else in it. It does a lot of interesting stuff while not being as good as the first two, so... Um... Yeah, I guess that's final thoughts, right? No, we haven't done final... I mean, we we still gotta do final thoughts. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Got it. Right. Yeah. Okay, um, I pick, so I go. I always go last because I always interrupt people. <laughs> so, I'll go first. All right. Uh, my final thoughts are, like I said at the beginning, I don't know if you caught this or not. I watched this with my two roommates, and my two roommates basically just shit on this movie the whole time I was trying to watch it. And when you're watching a movie with people who are shitting on what you're trying to enjoy it kind of sullies the mood a little bit. So, I I don't know. This movie didn't really get a fair shot in my eyes because I should have watched it by myself, like yeah. I did from beyond. Well, so, it, it's it's a movie that I feel like this is like on the Venn diagram of movies for us. We overlap probably on yeah. these movies because they are both bad but also very good. Uh-huh. Like, they, they have all the things I like in them and they're bad, so you like yeah. them. <laughs> Granted, uh, these type of movies, uh, I don't hate them, but they're not like the type of movies I seek out, like the really crazy monster effects, uh, tons of gore. Like, I'll watch them and I'll enjoy them, but they're not ones that I pick out on my own. 
Um, I can definitely see how this movie is a classic, and I can definitely see why people like it so much, because the performances are just so bonkers, <laughs> and yeah. the whole story is just buck wild. It's fucking and out there. It's it's so entertaining. Just in the aspect of, well, oh, this movie can't get any more fucked up. And then it does. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it does again. It starts And then to it t- does even more. It just keeps getting more fucked <laughs> it up. Just it's start- like a big snowball rolling downhill. <laughs> it's like literally watching somebody out hand on the dial and it's just like eight. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Ten. Eleven. Twelve. What the fuck? How about twenty? What? <laughs> yeah. you know, twenty. Back yeah. to eight. Yeah. <laughs> fucking spinal tap that shit. It right. goes up to eleven. But yeah. Um, out of 10, I almost hate to give this a rating because I didn't give this movie a fair chance in my eyes. Ratings are susceptible so, to change over exactly. Yeah. So if I rewatch this movie, I will come back to it and give it another rating. But the rating I'm going to give it right now is like a five and a half. Right on. Probably. Okay. Um, that's a good, uh, for my ranking, I actually watched this, uh, Torrented on YouTube at the time, and it was the director's cut. Nice. Now I've seen. We had to the, buy a or Celeste bought a ninety-seven dollar Blu-ray of it. Because, I bought. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was like, "Wait, there's more movie. There's more of that <laughs> movie. I must have it." Yes. <laughs> she 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 bought it like that day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I found a used copy over at a, a store in Cedar Rapids, and just thought, "This is seven bucks." I'm buying this. I think it's just like the regular theatrical cut, though, which kind of bums me out now because now I'm going to watch this and be like, oh, there's, there's shit missing. Um, but no, everything I saw, I, I, I thoroughly loved. Now, I, I'll admit, there's times where I can be kind of like a gore hound. Yeah. Like, uh, I, there's a page I follow on Facebook. I don't know if I'll get sued for this, but... Um, violent movie underground. I actually also follow them. Yeah. Uh, it's really awkward if people are walking behind me at work and I and I'm scrolling through Facebook because like I, between this one group I'm in called Sad Boys that's just really like shitty sad boy memes and and violent movie underground. I look like a psychopath. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's not good. <laughs> and now I when they show like certain scenes, there's some just like this is right up my alley. I love it. Yes. Evil Dead. This. Yes. Uh, any trauma film. There's yeah. some really messed up. Trauma. I we watched a movie not that long ago called um, Street Trash. That's like a trauma esque movie. Yeah, that it's weird. It's bad. It's, it's like terrible. There's not enough hobos melting and a <laughs> lot a lot more gang rape of a woman. Like it's eh. it's fucking ew. Yeah. It's a it's gro- yeah. It's gross. It's yeah. gross. Like it's just some, gross. Because there's some horror films that honestly just I mean like even like the ones that are like the gore is clearly fake. Yeah. But you still watch and you're like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Street Trash is one of those. Um, For sure. Now, very the, dated, very problematic. Now, there, <laughs> is, there is some other types of horror films that that page also highlights that I can't watch those clips. House That Jack Built can't watch those clips. Oh, yeah, I hear... The, I, the Matt Dillon thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oof. Uh, Serbian film. Nope. No. Ooh, that movie is fucked. Yeah, by the way, if we ever do start a thing where you can, like... 
suggest movies for us to watch and we have to do them, we will not accept a Serbian film. I'm not watching that movie. Nobody's making me watch that movie. Yeah, I'm never watching it again. No. I'm never watching it, period. I've read the wiki synopsis. That's all I'm ever going to do. I'm not going to... Yeah, no. You'll have to pay me $10,000, then I'll fucking watch it. That'll be a tier on Patreon. $10,000 to make Gage watch a Serbian film. Hey, we can afford our own shit. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, I'll admit, I'm a gore hound. Now, early on in the film, I was like, yeah, this is okay. Yeah, this is pretty cool. And as Matt was saying, it got to the point where it's just like, oh, this is pretty wild. Oh, this is nuts. And next thing you know, there's, you know, Herbert, Dr. Hill's body just fucking crushing his head. And then throwing away like a tube sock. Yeah. <laughs> against the wall. Yeah. And the security guard's like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And running out. And it had a, I mean, I'll admit, I, I'm a little picky as far as horror films go, but I love me some glorious, glorious cheese. Yeah. To, to, the, to the right extent. <laughs> this, this, this tickled all my fancies. <laughs> oh, gross. Not like that. No, but it sounds really gross. <laughs> it tickled all my fancies. Every last one. Every last titillating fancy I had. Well, I didn't do a Lecter voice or nothing like that. <laughs> I don't think, if that's Lecter, that's weird. That's a bad, that's a bad Lecter. Nice fava beans on my Chianti. <laughs> Why well, do lambs sometimes? I don't know if that's counted as a horror movie. Yeah, it's it's I would film. say so. It's more like a true crime movie, but without actually being like true crime. <laughs> without actually being a real thing. But no, this movie is is is, is fucked. It is, and I love it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, fucked, and I'm loving it. I mean, there's there's my favorite movies. Obviously, you know, like three or four of them. And then there's the ones that I watch, and I, I will put it on. Honorable repeat. mentions. Honorable mentions, ones that I will gladly display. Yeah. And that that was one of them. So, honestly, I'm giving this movie a, a nine. We literally have a copy of Reanimator, a copy of From Beyond, and a copy of uh, Castle Freak mm-hmm. uh, displayed in our living room. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you're a super fan. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So, understandable. Um, but no, I loved it. I am going to fully accept that I am biased because this series of movies is what made me propose to my fiance. So they're a 10 for me (laughs) (laughs) because it was just, yeah, as cheesy as that is, she doesn't listen to this though, so she'll be, (laughs) so it's just like, this is purely for the sake of my inner truth. (laughs) I ain't trying to earn brownie points. it, it is it, it I have a lot of emotional ties to it and uh, Celeste put it best when I just blurted out my very clumsy proposal she said this these movies are like comfort food and I was like I, I completely agree with that set like that sentiment <laughs> yes they are they're just there's something about them that is like yes they're out there but they're just so much my thing that they make me they Happy. make me feel warm and fuzzy inside, and it's that era of yeah, it's fucked up. Like, don't get me wrong, the mo- the movie has a a head eating out a pussy, you like what and you it's like. and I it made me realize how much I love my my woman. <laughs> By that, I guess I don't think it was that specific scene. It was conversations after we watched the movies, but <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, no, no, we would hope yes. Oh. 
So yeah, it's a it's a ten for me. It's just it's up there with the thing as far as movies that I really enjoy. The, I enjoy the aesthetic of it. I enjoy the music is so good in it. It's got it, like I miss when I miss when horror movies had scores that were so uniquely theirs. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. um, you know you've got the Michael Myers theme. You've got you know uh, Jason's uh, theme, and then I thought. Oh, sorry. I'll, I'll go off on this tangent here soon. Uh, no, go for it. You, I interrupt you all the time, Cole. Stop okay. being nice. Just interrupt me. I'm sorry. Okay, fine. <laughs> there I go being nice again. But no, I mean, have you, have you seen Us? No, I haven't. I haven't seen it it's yet. It's good. Yeah, I really want um, to. It's different. We absolutely have to do Get Out. Like, bef- Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> um, but Maybe we will. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Um, but no, I mean, they use the score. Uh, like, roughly the score is very similar to Get Out as far as, like, the chanting and stuff. Yes. And then it kind of does a segue into, like, Childish Gambino. Well, it's not Childish Gambino in this one. It's, like, Janelle Moon. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, um, But the, the entire score, they actually wrapped it around Bone Thugs and Harmony. And they made it sound creepy. Yeah, well, the, okay, cool. <laughs> the song is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Meet me at the crossroads. I'm such a... Believe it or not, I'm a huge fan of sound design. So I love I love the, the way that this movie is just put together, where you know, you, notice, you don't notice something. I've watched that movie dozens of times and, like, just recently noticed that that buzzsaw was not moving. <laughs> or, you know, and, like, the fact that the cat... That it's literally just all physical acting that's portraying where this cat is at and, like, a little bit of, you know camera work and all that shit it, it's just done very well so it's like i and and then the music i literally that it's it's so good i don't it, and it perfectly gets you ready for the movie you're about to watch because it's a fucked up circus act and like you know, it's like it's it's the closest thing to a haunted house that I will endure because because th- this is what I feel like haunted houses should feel like but they just I hate they're all jump scares. It needs to be a it should be like a based. I think I think I feel like haunted houses should be like like the kind that you sit in a car and ride through and they tell a narrative story about you know th- it doesn't have to be good because it won't be because yeah. it's a ride but like like almost like Pirates of the Caribbean that yeah. that ride I talked about. Like, that's how I feel like haunted houses should be, and that this is the closest thing that they get to me. Because, like, when I, people are like, let's go to a haunted house, I'm like, no, I don't want people jumping out at me and making me feel uncomfortable. And, and grabbing my chest. And grabbing my chest or just going anywhere near my body. Like, I want to feel safe, so I want to be in a car that is, like, they, they have to stay away from because it's moving. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they have to keep clear of unless they want to get run over. Like... <laughs> I love the title card for this movie too. Oh, like the, great. the cool thing with the the, the neurons mm-hmm. and the brains and shit. And like I said, man, the whole aesthetic, that glowing green uh, thing. I, you guys, I make a lot of those those fake movie posters, and I'm oh, yeah. always trying to emulate the color scheme of movies like that. That per, like the purple and green of Big Trouble in Little China, or the purple of From Beyond and the green from uh, Reanimator. So it's like the blue from the. The blue and the the blue on the red for the thing that's a big one for me. Like I love I love those '80s style over the top, like colors of, that color pop. effects yeah. that pop and are just like whoa like. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the look of shitty '80s lightning. 
<laughs> I don't know why. I just love it. I love Highlander when that shit happens. I love. It's that, so good. That effect is so fun. With that same sound effect, the. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. The kind of now the you... now the show just devolves into us making sound effects, <laughs> which is fine. Don't we have suggestions? Yes, now we have to do suggestions. Good job keeping us on track, Cole. I, I remember. Did, did, I know you did the Giver. Uh, yeah, watch any, the Giver. Is there any other points you want to make about that? Um, no, just watch the Giver. It's Cronenberg <laughs> did did the Power Rangers, but it's not Cronenberg. I believe Brian Usna directed this one, or somebody directed it, and Brian Usna was a producer. Mm. Just wa- just watch it. Mark Hamill turns into a caterpillar man. It's, just watch it. <laughs> hey, just watch it. <laughs> That's the Giver, G-U-Y-V-E-R. It's based off of a manga and an anime, too, which I don't think I'm not going to fucking check out that anime. They made three other movies, or two other movies. Mark uh, Hamill's in none of them. Mark Hamill's in none of them, and he, on the cover, looks like he's the main character because he was the most famous person in that movie. It's Luke Skywalker. Man. Yeah, th- but they like put Mark Hamill's head superimposed with the Giver's head, and you're like, oh, so he's the Giver. No, it's just some shitty blonde kid that I spent the whole movie making fun of. Some <laughs> shitty blonde kid. Some <laughs> shitty blonde kid that I spent the whole movie just making like the- this noise whenever he showed up on screen. It's just that. <laughs> But it's great. I'm telling you, I, that's probably not the best, <laughs> the best uh, insight, uh, enticing, uh, whatever. Fuck it. Go watch the Giver. Somebody uh, else go. My suggestion's a little different. Uh, it kind of harkens back to that one I did for Bohemian Rhapsody. Matt probably knows what I'm going for. Uh, it's on Netflix. You can find it very easily. Uh, it's called The Dirt. The dirt. I can yes. endorse the dirt. It's a true. I the mean, the dirt is good. As the true a story grows. as it can possibly be about Motley Crue. Oh, right on. They are. They were fucking insane <laughs> <laughs> in the 1980s. It's a true story, but like, so when Cole says as it possibly can be, so like Bohemian Rhapsody, they just like, they put things in that movie that didn't happen. Yeah. Essentially, Not but in time. Not a ton, but they do. Mm -hmm. And in this movie, they took things out that did happen so it could actually be palatable for people to watch. Wow. Because what they did was so fucking crazy and insane. But what they have in there is fuck wild. They Mm -hmm. have a man... I I, I dared not to say it because Gage will probably get grossed out. They have a man lapping up another man's urine. (laughs) Ozzy Osbourne's in particular. So whenever you see Ozzy Osbourne, run! Run to the hills! Um, Wait, like... Tommy Lee makes a girl squirt in the first minute, minute. of this movie. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I watched this film and my roommates came home. They thought I was watching porn. But oh I wasn't. Oh my God. <laughs> but it's awesome, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> You also like blood dolls, though. So True. Like... <laughs> so take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> but I mean, as far as music biopics go, it was cool. It was fun. There were some serious. Oh, you're one of those that says biopics. Bi- biopics. Biography. Uh, yeah. I say biopic. Biopic. I don't. 
tomato tomato. <laughs> I know. Tomato. It's just one of those things where it's yeah, like it's like when you hear somebody say GIF instead of GIF, I'm just immediately like, you are the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I'll admit, I enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody more. Yeah. But this one was good. I mean, there's a dramatic moment involving the character, well, the, the real-life guy of Vince Neil. I won't spoil what it is, but that was... There's two dramatic moments with well, Vince Neil, really. The, the, the latter movie. one. Oh, the latter one the is latter pretty one. fucked, yes. Yeah, that one was sad. And then it makes you, you a Somali crew for, like, ever. No, I mean, it involves I his, his, I his... I was making a yeah. joke. I just fell, fell okay, off the ladder. Yeah. Like, I'm not the ladder. Fucking home run, Gage. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting... I, I, what, what am I saying? They were never better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my main complaint is that there were songs missing from the final film, because one of my favorite songs by Crew is called Wild Side. That's like my favorite song. Took a ride on the wild side. And <laughs> I, w- I always think of that. I, re- I recognize that. That <laughs> biker expansion from Grand Theft Auto 4, because they had all the marketing around uh, that song. And that song was always my favorite. And that song is not in the fucking movie. Fuck. And so, yeah, that was bummed. <laughs> but other than that, I I enjoyed the movie. I haven't seen Rocket Man, so I'll probably say that one's yeah. There's a, a hit a height of um, boppets, 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 boppets. I'll be excited to see what other bands and stuff get get buy a buy up buy up buy a bio pit buy up picks bio bio dicks boppets boppets Pop it. <laughs> Twist it. <laughs> Tommy Lee, pull it. <laughs> do you want to unplug that thing and hand it to me? Because I'm staring at it. I do. I need it. So is it my turn to suggest something? Yes, yes. Okay, since Cole didn't do horror, I'm not going to do horror either. And I'm not even going to do something that's fiction. I'm going to do something that's reality. Something that we all have to deal with every day of our lives. And that's drunk Canadian. Painful shits, pop. <laughs> I have to deal with painful shits every day of my life. It's drunk Canadians. So I'm going to suggest the show called Under Arrest on Netflix. Under Arrest? Do you like the show Cops? Have you ever watched Cops before? I like the show Can't Reno 911. Okay, well, it's like Reno 911 and Comedy Factor, but it's real. And oh, it's okay. Canadian. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I've never seen so many intoxicated people in my life before. I mean, such in such levels of intoxication. You haven't you haven't worked a banquet hall. Yeah, I know. <laughs> During a wedding, you have. Well, I, I should say you haven't worked at a wedding reception at a casino. I I've haven't. I haven't. You're times. right, but I'm sure that this show is comparable. <coughs> I'll give you an. <laughs> Those were uh, always fun train wrecks. I'll give you an uh, example. A guy gets in a car accident with a cop car, and. They go up to his car to see if he's okay, and they're like, sir, are you okay? He's like, fuck off! <laughs> and then they go, sir, what's your name? He goes, Donald fucking Duck, what's it to you? <laughs> and like, well, Mr. Duck, hey, how's it going? <laughs> this guy's just fucking hammered. Damn. They're like, well, Bruce, we're going to have to get a blood sample from you. Well, you'll have to suck it out of my cock! <laughs> it's just... People talk to police officers this way, and it's a real thing. That's and it's maybe so I'm entertaining. Just so, maybe I'm just so enamored with 
Trailer Park Boys that I'm finally understanding that, oh, no, that's just how that's it is, just I guess. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. They're either polite or they're belligerently drunk and are pissed off at authority. Yes. That's Fuck Canada. Yeah. So in other yeah. words, we have to go to Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. We have to. I want to live in Canada. So yes, oh, watch Under Arrest because it? <laughs> it's so entertaining and it's so funny, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> By <laughs> other people's misfortune. Hell yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, I think... I think that's it. Did we do we it? We did it. Yeah. Those were those were the things? Those were the things. Those were the, the things, things about... Yeah. About Reanimator? Yeah. Alright, cool. Want a treat? Yeah, actually, I do. <laughs> it's in your hand. Cookies. Yeah, this is actually... This is Gage's treat. <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> it is good. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for next week where we are definitely doing From Beyond because I, they're still here and I'm going to make them record it right now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Cool. Bye. Bye. I forgot. I have to actually like stop the thing. So long. Farewell. Out. Wait, stop. We're going to get started.